What up, Average Ballers? Welcome back to the podcast. Today we'll be recapping Team USA's games and giving our opinions on their performance. Then we'll share some of our opinions for this upcoming NBA season. So as always, enjoy the podcast. All right, hey guys, welcome back to the Average Ballers podcast. Uh, we just want to first say thank you uh, to all you guys who participated in the giveaway. Uh, yes, congratulations sir. to our winner and stay tuned for more giveaways in the future. We're looking forward to uh, doing more for you guys. So yeah, stay tuned for that. Um, but we're back this week, episode 11. Our guest today is none other than Josh Park. Say what's up, Josh. Hello. Hello. Glad to be back. <laughs> He's back. And uh, no one asked him to be back. He was just literally, he just wanted to be back on. So we let yeah, him. He, uh, he was begging us actually. <laughs> I actually just came over <laughs> to the studio to just <laughs> hey let oh me back on so God. i'm here yeah so uh we have josh here today and um we have a lot to talk about in the international world of basketball a lot going on uh fiba tournament is currently going on uh group one stages just finished and they just started group two um yesterday and today was the second game of the second group sounds kind of confusing but yeah. we'll, we'll clear it up a little bit later uh but let's just talk about what happened in the group one stage so pretty much you know, all the teams were split up into groups, and each group has four teams. So in the group one stage, it was Team USA, and they were also with Czech Republic, Turkey, and Japan. And spoiler alert, the U.S. went 3-0. They beat Czech Republic first. Uh, they were the first game. Beat them pretty easily, 80s. 8 to 67. They just beat Turkey in overtime by one point and they smashed Japan. And then um they played Greece today. Mm -hmm. And you know who plays for Greece? Giannis. Giannis the MVP of the NBA. Sure. Yes, and sir. uh we still kind of beat them pretty easily. Um yeah, it was, it was a cakewalk. Yeah, it, it wasn't it wasn't too crazy, but um uh in this second group, so the second group stage started actually my mistake, the second group stage started today, mm -hmm. and uh, the first game was today against Greece. And then the other three teams that are in uh, our second group stage are, you know, first there's Greece, there's Brazil, Czech Republic again, and who's the third? Who's the fourth team? It's us. Oh, yeah, there's, there's us. Teams. That's yeah. four. Yeah, there we go. All right. Uh, so, okay. Um, I don't know if you guys have been able to see a lot of the highlights, but uh, I've been I've been keeping up with a lot of the game highlights. Watched a few games myself. Uh, how do you like Team USA right now? Any critiques? Any things you guys like? It's not fun <laughs> at all. Dang. I think it's the, the most boring basketball. Mm. It's like you've stripping, stripping. Wow, what's that even a word? Strip. You've stripped away all the highlights of NBA. And you've just put in like NBA sets. <laughs> for example, like I like watching college ball because it, not necessarily for the highlights, but I like watching sets. I like watching yeah. very intelligent plays that okay. are formed by coaches. So that's cool. Mm -hmm. But then in the NBA, you don't really get that. They just run like a, a basic motion set and probably get a look off of it. Right. But then this is FIBA. They, they play like the NBA, but then there's zero highlights <laughs> basically. And it's super boring. And I have no fun at all, at all watching it. But then, so I, it, I'm like itching for a moment where USA loses. Mm. So I just want like some, some hype behind that. I don't know about Josh, but. Uh, it's not the most fun basketball to watch, but yeah, I mean, they're pretty young. They're most of the team. They're like third, fourth years in the NBA. Yeah. Barely. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, I mean, other than like. Brooke or you know some of these guys <laughs> yeah. but he's not even playing really but yeah. <laughs> yeah um i don't know it's not they're they're no redeem team yeah but yeah. yeah they're kind of like the the NBA's what else can you say it's boring string. yeah it's yeah. literally super boring and yeah i mean okay they don't have the star power as the redeem team obviously like before uh -huh. before it was even like known um, like what tournament they're going to play, just the names that were announced, you're just like, you're going to tune in no matter what. You know, True. if Kobe, yeah. LeBron, D-Wade, those guys are playing, you're going to watch the game. You know, that's just how it is. That's like any any given NBA night. Yeah. If a LeBron if LeBron is playing a game, you're going to watch. Mm -hmm. But these guys, it's like, all right, so we have, yeah, Brooke Lopez playing in a game. Are you going to tune in to watch? Not really. And some, no. most of these guys, you're not going to really tune in to watch on a normal basis. Uh -huh. um, I did watch that Turkey game where it got real close. And that's that I heard it was pretty intense yeah four it, missed free throws yeah so it's that's where 
it comes through like just poor guys. Seti Osman missing free throws. Like it's these guys who are probably not playing in these like high pressure situations that are forced to miss free throws. And the U.S. lucked out. Yeah, they lucked out on a team that shouldn't have been that close, and they were just unable to be clutch in that moment. And they freaking lucked out. But, yeah. Yeah, I don't even know if it was like uh, Turkey played well, but U.S. just played bad also. And mm-hmm. the problem with, I think, this U.S. team, and it's true, this tournament is not filled with like the highlights that we're used to in the NBA, mm-hmm. like for sure. Like, you know, we're spoiled with watching the NBA. Obviously, they're the best players in the world. Um, but there are moments of like competition, at least. And you know it gets competitive, which I respect. Yeah, sure. I respect competition. So, yeah. um, and I think the problem with this team, U.S. team, is that like, at least early on, like they weren't really playing competitive, which I didn't like. So, you know, yeah, it's true. We're watching like lesser teams, but they're at least competing. So you're like, okay, it's cool to watch people playing for their like, you know, livelihood. They're playing their hearts out, but it doesn't look like team USA is really like, they don't have trying. Yeah. You know, at least that's just like from what I can see. I feel like they don't, they, what I feel like is team USA feels like they have nothing to really lose, but like, they kind of do. Yeah, it's it's and weird. It's, it's a little embarrassing yeah. the way that I don't know. I just I think it's super soft mentally, and I feel like a couple episodes we mentioned about this, but about like mental softness, and I think the players on the, on FIBA, it's like they they don't really care, and uh, it's it's kind of it's kind of degrading to the Team USA name, but it's it's pretty unacceptable in my opinion. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, uh, of course, you know, everyone makes some makes it a big deal that, you know, Team USA doesn't lose an international competition and blah, yeah, blah, blah, but we exactly. lost that exhibition match. But yeah. to Dude. me, looking at this team, though, like, I don't care if they lose. That's not a big deal to me. As in, like, I'm not going to be like, oh, my God, Team USA, like, U.S. basketball sucks now. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care if this team loses yeah, yeah, because yeah. they're not our best. They're not USA's best. So True. if they lose a game, like, it's not a big deal to me. But at the same time, like, I do want to see them lose because, like, they're not, they're not, like, dude, the Redeem team, they were trying to blow everyone out. Like, they yeah. were not going to let them score. Plus, they were going to score as many points as they want. Like, they tr- they were they trying. Were demoralizing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they were on a path because they came off that loss. Was yeah. it to Argentina that year? Yeah. yeah so, yeah. I mean, the best came together. On this team, they have, what, like, two All-Stars? Barely, yeah. And it's Kemba Walker and Chris and Middleton. They're like one-time All-Stars, I think. I don't know they're, if Kemba made They're it. both one-time oh, All-Stars, yes. I believe. So, yeah, I mean, it's true. Like, they're talented. But again, yeah, it's not like... I'm actually more excited to watch, like, Jokic play and, like, Loki, yeah. like uh, even Giannis. Yeah. Like, then our... You I'd know, rather watch Rui on Japan. Yeah, yeah. yeah and so... Um, so in the second group stage, pretty much they're playing for the best record. And then, um, the two best from the second group move on to the quarterfinals of the tournament. Mm -hmm. So the U S just beat Greece and we're going to play what Brazil next and then Czech Republic. Right. And we already beat Czech Republic. They have Thomas Sadaransky. He's a decent player. He dropped buckets. Yeah. Not, he's doing okay in the tournament, but Mm -hmm. no one to be scared of. And Brazil, you know, they got some OG Previous NBA veterans, Barbosa, Anderson Verjao, who are at this, but um, they shouldn't be a worry. Uh, we already beat Czech Republic, and Czech Republic smashed Brazil. So uh, we should be easily on our way to the quarterfinals. Yeah. But I think that's where it actually finally gets exciting. We might play Australia. We might play France, right, mm-hmm. I believe? Yeah. yeah. And so, two teams. so it those depends are, on seeding on that end. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see uh, once you know the Group 2 um, games are complete. But finally... Uh, Australia already beat us, and France has a solid amount of NBA players. Obviously, you know, Rudy Gobert, um, yeah. star of that team. But And, you know, they got Nick Batum and things like that. But So, quick question. Yeah. If you lose in the quarterfinals, it's like a one-game knockout, basically. Kind of like March so. Madness, where if you lose a game, you're out. Yeah, you know what? No I, series, I'm assuming. I, I th- I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Yeah. From what I remember in the past, it's not a series. Yeah, because... Um, it's crazy because the FIBA tournament actually ends in on September 15th and that's like eight days from now. And r- they're like, not even like, I think the bracket hasn't even been like fully yeah, yeah. filled in yet. It's, it's a lot of basketball yeah, in so a short like amount of time. Back. Yeah. And so, and that was one of the reasons why a lot of NBA players were kind of iffy on even uh-huh. joining the, 
you know USA yeah. squad was because they were afraid of it being too much basketball true, you true. know right before the season also uh but yeah so once it gets to the quarterfinals is it you don't get a second chance you know you, you lose and you're out um so that's when team usa will actually face i think like true competition true yeah. uh, and, and speaking of true competition we mentioned some teams that were pretty decent but you guys like any other teams besides uh team usa to actually have a chance at beating australia australia oh yeah they already did it right yeah. so i feel like they have the best bet i mean they, i feel like they have the most amount of nba players already playing for them and oh man after seeing that Australia versus USA game, I saw saw quick highlights. I was like, "Dude, they're, Australia is more uni- u- like unified as a team, oh, and they for play sure. together yeah. way better than Team USA." And like coming back to the whole thing that like Team USA is not the best, but even though we don't have the best, I feel like we have we should have the ability to play together and like be able to run offense together. But we can't even do that, and so it's just like I'm just seeing a lot of ISO and. Yeah, it's not the best basketball <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, and uh, yeah, also uh, it was early on. I think you, Team USA got a little bit better with the team chemistry, but still a lot of lots of work on for sure. Um, Josh, any Definitely. teams that you like uh, besides USA? Um, I like Australia, but I think early on, I think it was like an exhibition game that they played against Spain, and Spain was looking mm, pretty good. They're four and zero in the tournament yeah. too, so yeah, they're good. Um, I think Spain, Spain's looking good to me, and I like Serbia. Yeah, oh, that, that's that's my pick is, is Serbia, and mm, yeah, you know they got Jokic, they got uh, Bogdanovic. Yeah, Bogdanovic and, and is killing it. They're also undefeated. So these are all the teams that we mentioned. They're all undefeated right now too. Which Bog, which USA. Bogdanovic is it? It's the uh, guard it's on Bogdan. Kings. He's he was on the Kings. It's the Kings. Kings, Kings Bogdan, yeah, the yeah. one that Bogdan, Bogdanovic. Yeah, and oh, he went God. crazy in that um the USA versus World game All Star. Oh yeah, yeah, last yeah, yeah, yeah. year he's good yeah, man. He, he can play. Yeah, he can play. Um, so I think any one of these teams have a shot at being the U.S. Honest, like (laughs) to be really honest, there's, yeah, I don't, I mean, if the U.S. are favorites, I feel like it wouldn't be by much, um, especially with them barely, um, beating out a team like Turkey. So I think we'll be following it a little bit closer once it gets, you know, more down to the actual finals of the competition. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for Team USA, I don't think they should feel comfortable at all. Um, sure, they went four and zero, but again, yeah, a no. bunch of other teams went for, are four and zero right now too. So yeah. uh, we'll see what happens after the second group stage and see who they play for that first quarterfinal game. But yeah, again, it's not the most exciting basketball. And you know, the thing is, you would expect Team USA to be putting up the highlights of all the teams, and even our team isn't putting up. As many highlights as you would think. <laughs> yeah, you know, for we sure. have some athletic guys uh, yeah, on the team. But zero highlights yeah. from Team USA. I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Um, it's. I feel bad for Greg. Popovich. I bet off-season workout videos are getting more views than the highlights <laughs> for a Team USA. I really think so, man. Like straight up. I really think so. All right, moving on. Um, staying in the international realm. Um, and I kind of want to. I feel like we got to talk about it just because. Um, well, first of all, we don't really have a lot of, uh, people in the NBA representing our skin tone, so. The one that was doing it pretty okay is now not in the NBA anymore. Exactly. Jeremy Lin signing with the Beijing Ducks, Ooh. and um, he's going to be there for now. I mean, what are you guys' thoughts? Let's, you know, I want to know what you guys think about his career just overall. Like, how did you guys mm-hmm. feel personally during his time in the NBA and when he was, go- you know, the whole Lin Sanity thing? Mm-hmm. And do you think that he deserved an opportunity in the NBA, or do you think it, this was pretty much it for him? Um, you know what's crazy? Although Lin Sanity w- was a insane, like time in the in the history of NBA. Yeah, seriously. I think his time in the Charlotte Hornets was very underrated. Mm-hmm. Uh, that year they went to the playoffs. It was 2016, and he was a backup point guard. And this guy was putting up numbers that was like six man worthy. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and although it was just during the playoffs, I I really think like Jeremy Lin, he he's mature enough to take on roles like that yeah and despite going through like the craziness of insanity he was able to maintain his composure and be willing to play any position Mm -hmm. and i don't know um obviously we couldn't see much when he was on the raptors but i do think that he does deserve a chance like you know coming back to the nba and Mm -hmm. i I feel like for example like i'm gonna be completely honest 
I know they're not the same position. Maybe they, you know, like they, they just completely play different differently. But I think Jeremy Lin is more valuable than a guy like Jared Dudley. Mm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So that's just my take, you know. Um, no disrespect to Jared Dudley. I'm just saying, like, Jeremy Lin can make an impact to, mm-hmm. like, you know, certain teams out there. Yeah. And I just feel like teams haven't made the biggest effort to really go after him mm-hmm. because, like, you know, this is, like, they have no interest, you know. And do you think it kind of may – I mean, I don't want to s- – does it have to do it with race? Yeah. Do you think it's cause maybe, you know? Personally, I don't know. It could be multiple reasons. Like each each team might have a different reason, you know? Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if one of the reasons was because he's Asian. But definitely, you know, maybe they just see different things. Cause right. I'm I'm I trust their judgment, the front office of all the organizations. Yeah, I mean, yeah we have NBA. to, right? They know more than we yeah, do about it. For sure, yeah, yeah. They probably know like ten times more than I yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. And so you know, like they probably see things um, in players and they probably need things in, in players that Jeremy Lin doesn't have. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so just like kind of just like from my perspective. Yeah. OK. Yeah. I think. I think he was overlooked. I think they should have given him a chance mm-hmm. this season. I mean, he's coming off of the championship. Yes, he didn't play much. I think he averaged like kind of looking at stuff and he, he played like six minutes, like yeah, pretty much average, like five minutes a yeah. game. He didn't do much season stats, like 9.6 points, 2.4 rebounds, 3.1 assists. And it's not much, but I think, yeah, I agree with Simon. Like his his year at Charlotte, I feel like was kind of overlooked. And then um, at least based off that Linsanity thing, I don't think that would have – it didn't work out because I feel like um, I don't think he could have coexisted the way he was playing Mm -hmm. with Melo coming back. Right, right, right. And – I don't think he should have gone to China. I don't think it should have resulted to that. Uh-huh, like uh-huh. someone should have signed him because I do think he's more valuable than certain players in right. the NBA um, that I will not name. But <laughs> yeah. Jared Dudley. <laughs> and maybe it is a race thing, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, it just sucks seeing him kind of like because he's been he's been overlooked like his pretty much his entire career. Right. right. Other than that one span. He came yeah. to the Lakers and he got overlooked. Yeah. That wasn't know? a good good time for him yeah for yeah sure and it's like it was a pretty dark days yeah, it <laughs> yeah. Was, no it was yeah it was the wrong team to come to i think yeah, yeah. and it's a big stage to play on yeah and, exactly. and i don't think he was meant for that kind right. of pressure because like teams like la boston you like they're not teams that like just anyone could play for yeah because it's more than just basketball right. when you go to those places and um yeah in new york it was like he was just starting out so he really he wasn't playing with pressure in new york honestly yeah. it was just like he he just happened to play because all the players there were injured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was the last, literal last yeah. resort. Otherwise, yeah. like Mike Woodson would have had to go in or something like that. But yeah. I, it's just crazy, you know? Like Anything would have been good. Yeah, like yeah. anything At he would have done on the Knicks, court yeah. would have been good. For yeah, sure, yeah. yeah. And he just happened to blow up, but... Honestly, I the mean, Knicks could really use him right now. <laughs> honestly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I agree with you. That, that time in Charlotte, I think, was what reminded everyone of how good... Like, yeah. at least for me, it, it reminded me of, like, how good he could be on a team, uh-huh. how valuable he could yeah. be. And he yeah. played so well in that role. And, um, yeah, I mean, he's – I think he's 31. So he's not, like, too old. Uh-huh. And he could totally be on a second team lead uh, and be a point guard on that second team, and you know, and help the second squad uh, score points and things like for that. Sure. I think he definitely had enough um, talent and stuff. But, again, yeah, I think – um, I don't know. I, I do. I don't know about deserve. I don't know if deserve is the right word, but I do think he could have helped certain NBA teams out. And it, it was yeah. a little surprising to me to see mm-hmm. that, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't contacted or he wasn't, you know, um, reached out to, but I don't know. I feel like it's kind of sucks for the, like, I, I feel like Toronto kind of shafted him a little bit because I mean, he went there, won with them. And I mean, yeah, he didn't play in the playoffs, but he was there, you know, like he was with the team and whatever, practicing and all that. And it's like, if there was any team that could have offered him something, maybe sure. at least a veteran's minimum, that it would have been that team because he was there. But I mean, who knows? Yeah, there's a lot of stuff we don't see, right, Simon? Like you said, yeah. and we're you know we're not the general managers and we're not the like, cap- no. uh, we're not the coaches. So, but then here's one thing I wanted to mention is like, at this very state state of the NBA, would you rather take Courtney Lee? Or Jeremy Lin, because right. they both I'm, play shooting guard. No, yeah. So I think that's a great question. Is that, um, 
he is definitely not the worst player in the NBA. Yeah, he isn't. Yeah, he is not. And yeah. last year with Toronto, he just didn't get time. Like, yeah. it wasn't because he sucked. I think it just – they were going with Van Fleet because mm-hmm. he was the hot hand. Like, exactly. that's what you got to do in the playoffs. Is yeah. like, he shut down the Warriors. Yeah. Van Fleet shut down the Warriors. Yeah, and he was he was giving Curry a hard time. So, you got to go with what's working when it comes to the playoffs. There's no True. time to be like, yeah. oh, this guy and that guy. Like, yeah. they have the name, you know. So, But I think, yeah, definitely that, like – if you're gonna go look at the regular season and say that Courtney Lee is that much better than Jeremy Lin, you know, I I don't I wouldn't agree with that. Yeah. And you you saying that you know with Jared Dudley too, it's like yeah they're not like better than Jeremy Lin, and I think mm-hmm. Jeremy Lin can be valuable. It's just yeah, I guess no one else saw it that way. Yeah. And maybe it's, it's it is sad. a race, but out of, out of thirty teams, not a single yeah. general manager was able to see that. And and so. It's funny we talked about it earlier, Simon, in, in previous episodes about mm-hmm. Carmelo Anthony and him yeah. getting that same treatment. But I feel like it's different because I just don't see Carmelo with a lot of value on an NBA squad these days. But then, like having someone to because be, of his position, yeah, yeah. like but someone be, being able to run the floor and, mm-hmm. and be a solid, like reliable point guard, limit turnovers, veteran sure. leadership, like. Yeah. Jeremy Lin could have provided that. Yeah. I don't know if Carmelo could have provided that. <laughs> yeah. And that's what's like that. I He's think, a killer. Yeah. He's a killer for so sure. So I think that's what that it's two different situations. I yeah. mean, over, of course, Carmelo in the end is a much better player than yes, Jeremy Lin. We but understand then, that. Yeah. We're talking about like value in, in their current position and mm-hmm. what they would bring to a team. And exactly. I think Jeremy Lin, I don't know if this is a hot take, but I think he would have had more to offer to a team than Ooh, Carmelo. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That I, hot take? That's a hot take. That's yeah. a hot take. I, mean, I think uh, that's a hot uh, take. Yeah, uh, We're going to have to record that one again. <laughs> I don't know. It just came out right now, but. Wow. Yeah. I mean, in the end, he's in China. And it, yeah. I think it's cool for him. You know, like he said, in the end, he always wanted to play in China at mm-hmm. least, you know. Yeah, one with time his, his brother. Career. Yeah. Yeah. So him being there. He's Chinese, so it like works out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, he's 31 too, so yeah. it's like toward the end of his yeah. career. I mean, get your money at this point. Might as well do it now, because like you would have like China's like pretty much the second. It is the second most like you get paid the most yeah, money yeah, in yeah. China. So, I mean, you might have made more there than you would have in. And the honestly, league. I the re- stage just isn't yeah, as big. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I honestly feel like he would be like a top player yeah. in China. He definitely get like more if not more attention than he did here for sure like you know he'll get more love and he won't be forgotten about in china oh, you know yeah. so yeah he'll be he's a legend yeah and who knows like let's say he has a good year this year in china he could come he back. Might, yeah he, he yeah. might have a shot at hey prove to the nba that hey i still have a good couple years left exactly. of me but um yeah he's gonna be in china he it's, needs to stay healthy though oh yeah, the, yeah. health was a thing for honestly him. Yeah. I, I feel think, like he got snubbed yeah, at brooklyn after no but it was after the hornets he went to brooklyn and yeah. he was in a good position yeah but he, he missed 36 regular season games yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because of three different injuries and right, it, it right. just and then the season after that he comes back plays the first game t- tears his patellar tendon yeah. and it's like it's true he full. does have injuries yeah. he has a history yeah. but I mean, towards the end, he he like after Brooklyn, he he was okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he didn't look sure. bad. Even on the yeah. Hawks, he wasn't too bad. He did okay in in the position that he was in. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it it's always nice to like you know randomly just if you're doing nothing, you know, bored on YouTube, just like look up the Linsanity highlights. Oh from yeah, without a doubt. A couple years back, oh, yeah. it's always fun to see, and, and, and definitely I think it was a good, um, it was good for for I guess us as the Asian community. It was just fun for us. I for me, mm-hmm. I, it was just fun. I wasn't. I don't know if inspired is the right word, but it, I was just glad. It was just fun. Yeah. It was a fun time. Did you have more fun watching Yao Ming than ha- watching Jeremy? Oh, Lin? dude, I had a lot of t- fun watching Yao Ming though, because yeah. he was, like, he was great. Yeah, you know, he was he was a mid range guy. Yeah, yeah. he's he was great. Like, he was terror. Like, dude, I loved. He owned Dwight Howard so much every time they played, yeah. and I just loved that. Yeah, like, although he did get d- dunked on by Nate Robinson, <sighs> and he didn't. He, was, he got blocked too. Hey, he was low key fouled on that 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 block. Yeah, honestly, by Nate. Anyways. Um, but yeah, I think, um, they're, they're, it, they're not on the same level when it comes to like impact oh, yeah. and stuff. He got stuff. blocked yeah, no by way. Robinson, yeah. not dunked on. Yeah. He okay, got blocked. blocked. Um, right. But he got dunked on by a lot of other people. Yeah. Too. yeah. <laughs> uh, and he beat, he beat up Dwight without, like, it wasn't a power issue. It was just, he yeah. was just the more skilled player. Yeah, yeah. And that, sure. That's what was so fun yeah. to watch. Yeah, For sure. IQ. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think at least, um, not comparable when it comes to like overall impact and skill and things like that, mm-hmm. but uh, it was just good to see an Asian player out there just playing, yeah. you know, doing well, doing decent. And and now we have a couple more Asian players. We still have some Asian players in the league, you know. Yeah. Simon, so, mean, you mentioned Rui, and I think he's going to be fun to watch. Sure. We still got you know Watanabe on the Grizzlies, so mm-hmm. it we're not 
gone yet you know yeah. so it'll be it'll be yeah. good to see uh it, now we'll have to look to uh look for them you know their games uh-huh. and stuff i like honestly that. feel like there's going to be a new wave because man you but know, there was not be Ru- Rui, you know yeah there was such a drought for so long though like yeah. for sure who was the last person that had the stage after Yao? it was yeah, Jeremy. yeah. who ejian leon no like you know yeah yeah he yeah. was the next and then i guess now yeah there are a lot more like even right. if we were counting like Havies, like um jordan clarkson or Rui. yeah yeah it's it's a good wave and i'm i feel like this is gonna at least for me i feel like jeremy lynn kind of bridged the gap a lot between like asia and you know the nba and yeah he helped definitely yeah and without a doubt like it also helps like kobe is super famous in china you know and i'm pretty sure there's people out there in china that look up to kobe and they dream to be a to become a player like him and you know what do we preach you know like we say like chase after your dreams basically and i'm pretty sure these chinese kids are they're gonna like work their butts off to be at that level and you know we it only you know we can only tell in like 10 years time if though like there actually be a lot of asians out there but i I just feel like there's gonna be a new wave but it's just it's like slowly kind of trickling in i mean we'll see i i think a lot of it has to do with like you know um just how the foundations are set like europe has a great foundation and True. that's why a lot of you know players that are drafted from europe are you know skilled and yeah. already able to play yeah. and and i think that's where and yao ming is actually doing trying to do a lot he's he's in charge of like all of china basketball yeah, it's he's crazy like the president of operations yeah. so he, i think he's really trying yeah. his best to that's great set solid foundations uh-huh. for you know so the, that these young players i mean like us like we got kids playing from like young elementary age and they got highlights from you know when they're 10 years old so we got like such a strong foundation of hoops that it's like obviously we're gonna have players coming out but you know Mm -hmm. with china i don't know if they have that same foundation so i think that's what i was thinking too because like other countries they don't have the same exposure to talent and skill like they do in the u.s so i feel like if an asian american or if another asian is going to go into a league most likely it's going to be like an asian american Mm -hmm. um that kind of has that exposure to like the competition that yeah. they'd be playing here. Yeah. Um, cause I don't think they're going to find that overseas. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. It's, it's yet to be seen. Yeah. Honestly, uh, it has been, like you guys said, it has been a while since Yao Ming. And then, you mm-hmm. know, with Jeremy Lin and Jeremy Lin is, is actually U S born. So he yeah. just, he's yeah, not, he's not know, like an international player. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, we'll see with Rui. He's actually Japanese. So that, uh, that was good to see. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know if Wanabi is actually a Japanese citizen i know he went to college here and oh, yeah, uh, but yeah. at this uh, but regardless um yeah it looks like rui is the next kind yeah. of face of asian basketball it's interesting because he's japanese yeah. i have high hopes though because honestly we see a new wave of international players coming in like look at the fiba there's so many nba players that yeah. are playing in different countries yeah. you know and i feel like once the international um game is kind of i guess like recognized there it'll kind of trickle down to like you know asia and other countries like that you know and so honestly i feel like china has had its fair share and it's a fair opportunity yeah, to that's true. get the get they have like one billion people like <laughs> they couldn't get one guy to be like a all-star all-star you know yeah. but you know i'm sure maybe the, like someone from who knows the philippines korea japan i'm sure an all-star may come out in like I think Rui's in a good position like though because the team he's on, yeah, the Wizards. I think he he's gonna sure. have the exposure that he needs to, like the experience and the yeah. time that he needs to kind of develop, um, hopefully faster than other players. Yeah, I mean he was a top ten pick, so that's that's where it's yeah, opposite yeah. for him and Jeremy Lin is that this guy was drafted high because Lottery, of his yeah. yeah because of his and he played you know in a uh, a good team in college so or a mm. okay team like a team that wasn't uh i believe he played for washington Dean. you have to correct me on that if, if not uh we'll, we'll find out did but did he play on gonzaga it might have been gonzaga actually which I is thought, i thought watson ivy played on oh no no rui rui, rui played, played on gonzaga yeah, gonzaga. yeah, yeah so gonzaga did. is not a they're not the team that they once were when it was when it comes to basketball but they're yeah. they're not like a crappy um basketball school they're you know they're yeah. they're decent so mm-hmm. you know he he played there and he was a top 10 pick so he's set up for you know future success we'll see yeah. you know where he gets that's crazy. and hopefully like being the face of japanese basketball doesn't you know ruin him or pressure him too much but mm-hmm. definitely um 
he looks like he can play. He'll be excited to watch. Definitely will tune into his highlights this coming season. It'll be fun to see. Uh, but moving on uh, to the next, you know, this NBA season. And uh, again, it's, you know, we just talk about what we think will happen this season, our predictions for this season. And, and that's all we can really talk about until the actual NBA season starts. True. Um, but uh, in the ESPN article I read a couple of weeks ago, you know, they came out with who they think will be uh, the NBA MVP of this upcoming season. And uh, last year it was Giannis and he was, he won the, the MVP by like, it was pretty easy for him. And uh, you know, uh, rightly so number one team in the NBA, best player on that team, you know, took that team to through the playoffs and uh, and this year, so this this article, this poll, they have these ESPN uh, analysts predicted that Giannis would would win this um, MVP award again. With but this time, um, they have Steph Curry closely behind, um, and they think that Steph Curry has a good shot at winning with LeBron uh, yeah, with the I, third best chance. I so agree I mean, with that. who do you, who do you guys think will give me your NBA MVP for 2019-2020? Just say it. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna stick by what I said last time. Steph Curry is gonna be my MVP. Okay. Okay. Cool. 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 I can't argue with that. Uh, I'm gonna have to say it's gonna be uh, Stephen Curry. Oh wow. Okay. Man, they have Joel Embiid four. Yeah. Um. Wow. But they have Anthony Davis at, at five, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah I think Joel Embiid at four is kind of high. Um, mm. But anyways, I have Giannis again. Okay. Uh, I mean, again, the East is mm-hmm. not as strong as the West, so they'll be able to win games, and True. it really helps if if you have a lot of wins and you're the best player on that team. Like, is that it's why just Joel's a, up there too, because like the East. You is know, maybe weak. it is, and technically, I guess he's the best player on the Sixers. Like, arguable, but if oh, oh yeah, well no, without a doubt, yeah, yeah, without you know, a doubt. some people yeah. will. But if argue Steph Curry, Giannis, and the Bucks probably will win the East. I, I don't I don't argue that, but you think if Steph Curry can take the Warriors to like a top three, top four spot into the playoffs, do you think he deserves it over Giannis in the East? Yeah, no, you know what? I think if um, the Warriors even win fifty games, mm-hmm. I think Steph deserves it. But really? but I got to go back to what I what I said is yeah. that the Warriors aren't gonna make it to the possibly playoffs? make it to the playoffs. So uh-huh. I don't think. Um, they'll get that many wins. So I don't think that Steph like will get that. I the stage is set for Steph, though. It is. Because it's set for him. And I do hope he does take uh-huh. the Warriors to yeah. the playoffs. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't see it being that likely. And because of that, I can't go with him getting the MVP. But if he does take him to the playoffs, yeah. this is a big test. This is a big test for sure. Him. Yeah. So yeah. especially if they get like a top five, top four seed, then Dude, I think he will crazy. deserve it over Giannis. Unless Giannis... Unless they win like sixty-five games or something crazy like that, yeah. Oh um, God. But <laughs> seventy-game season, yeah, yeah, or something <laughs> like that. But um, you know, I, that's why I just think Giannis has the easiest road to yeah, an MVP. Not even sure. that, like, just more I, likely. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know if it's just because he's like the best player in the world. It's just his roadmap for the MVP. It, it seems like uh, the easiest track. But let me get some dark horse picks for from you guys. You know, the, who do you guys think might have an outside shot at winning the MVP? This year that people might not be talking about too much. Um, oh, good question. Oh, this might sound like a hot take, but it's not a hot take. I guess I don't know. We'll see. Okay, Kyrie Irving. Ooh. Okay, I can see that. Crazy, but I feel like just like him, or just like Steph, his stage mm-hmm. is set too. Yeah, it is. He's missing out on KD, right. who's like. <laughs> He's legitimately a franchise player. But then, you know, Kyrie, you know, there's the the whole debate, you know, how he like wanted to be his own man and like win the chip on his own. Try to do in Boston. Failed. Yeah. He's now at the Nets. It's kind of like a fresh slate. Mm -hmm. You know, he could Mm -hmm. start new. Yeah. He has a a lot of young guys around him. And I think like the next all star on his team would have to be DeAndre Jordan, you know? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. And so I think. This is a good opportunity for him to potentially like get near the MVP, but I mean it's not likely, but I I would like to see that. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, I guess he did kind of deserves a little more credit, but yeah, you know, that's the thing with Kyrie. Yeah. I feel like ever since like he left Cleveland, everyone's just been hoping to see him 
do well just because he's a good player. Like he's a great player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he just hasn't been like living up to that expectation. Like ever since I saw him on Team USA play Kobe, one like there was this one sequence where Kobe was trying to guard Kyrie. Yeah. And he was he cooking. crossed up the entire he team. Was yep. Cooking everyone yeah. and yeah. even Kobe. And this yeah. wasn't like a washed up Kobe. This was Kobe who was Coming still off playing basketball. 20, yeah. 2012 Kobe. Yeah. So and I was like, dang man, Kyrie can play. And so ever since I saw that, I was like, dude, I'm excited for Kyrie and, and like excited for what he can do. And it's like ever since yeah. early on, I feel like he hasn't really hit where yeah. everyone's kind of expecting him to go. that flat earth issue yeah. thing that he went through. <laughs> so, I, yeah, again, he has another chance on the Nets. True. And we'll see. I think if we could take him to the playoffs, he'll definitely get some votes for that. Do you think MVP. he does? He deserves to be in the MVP uh, conversation if he... If he takes Brooklyn to the playoffs? No, if he takes Brooklyn... To a higher seed than the Bucks, oh, oh, without a doubt. If if, if Kyrie could get them to two or three, I think he deserves. Yeah, it. Even That's then. crazy. What if what if his personal like, I guess um stats weren't that great? Just the whole team in general, they just played really well together. Do you think it would immediately go to Kyrie? I think he'll have to noticeably be the best player yeah, on the team. I say so. for him to you know get yeah, a chance for sure. Yeah, but. Even I mean, uh, some you know, some people have the Nets making the playoffs. So I think mm-hmm. if they do make it, I think he'll get some votes regardless. Sure. If yeah. the Nets yeah. make it, probably some, one or two. Yeah, you know, yeah, Brooklyn one or two at, maybe. Yeah, Brooklyn probably get Jay Z. Brooklyn Rose Riders. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jay Z. Probably get Jay Z. Beyonce's boat. Uh, but Josh, do you have any uh, dark horse candidates for MVP this year? I do. Um, I don't want to count James Harden out of the conversation. Right. I think he's. I see. He I is always forgotten, man. And yeah. he. Yeah. You know what? Because I mean, there's so many power. There's so many power, um, like power duos in the West now. Yeah, that it's gonna be hard. And right. We don't know how he's gonna match up, um, playing with right, um, Russell Westbrook. We 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 had Chris Paul over there. Yeah. But I mean, I don't even want to say that. Oh, like his past in OKC with Russell. Like they're two completely different players. Yeah, for sure. James Harden plays nothing like he used to, and Russell plays nothing like yeah. he used to. And um, they're two pretty big egos coming together. Yeah. So I don't know how that, if, if they can make that pan out, um, if James Harden could hold the same numbers that he put up this year with Russell Westbrook on That'd the team. That'd be insane. I That'd think, be freaking I think insane. He should be like top three for the running. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and it's crazy because according to this ESPN article, he's, he's like, he got some votes, but he's not even the top seven of the votes. That's so crazy. They're yeah, saying see? he's going to be yeah far. Yeah, That's some I don't think he should yeah. be counted. Like he he's was, on here. he was a league MVP already. What yeah. last last year, right? Like was, after uh, before Giannis. Yeah, yeah, before, yeah. Uh-huh. So before Giannis, he was the 2017, 2018 league MVP. He was in the running this past year. He yeah. put up some crazy yeah. stats. He played well. Um, but. I think we need to see some like results out of him, which right. we haven't yeah. seen. Um, but I think for that whole Kyrie issue, I think he ha- he has a lot to prove. But I think yeah. he's just having trouble finding himself. Like it, it just he didn't look like Kyrie when he was in Boston. Oh, for sure. And for sure. Um, I don't know if they're having issues or whatever. But yeah, hopefully, like like you said, like a lot of people they want to see him do well. Yeah, I want to see I want to see him find himself and for sure. Um, you know, like be that guy he was in Cleveland. Yeah. Like even though LeBron was the man in Cleveland. Like it was always like LeBron and Kyrie. Yeah, he needed Kyrie. You know, there. Yeah. yeah, he wouldn't have won that chip without him. Yeah, so for it's sure. like having that. Again, I want to see Kyrie do well. Yeah, and um, but my my dark horse is James Harden, and, and that's crazy that he could be considered a dark horse. And according to this article, yeah. he is. But yeah. yeah, I think a lot of people are questioning uh, Westbrook and Harden's ability to coexist. But if if Harden makes it work, man, I mean he's a top MVP MVP candidate every year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's just. Because he's not winning every year, everyone kind of forgets. Yeah. But he's been playing. Phenomenal. Of yeah. is Phenomenal. So thin, like he literally has to be, have a perfect season, yeah. perfect stats, win an NBA championship yeah. in order for him to like even be considered as an NBA. Yeah, I MVP. think I think people do hold like the playoffs against him. They remember sure, that, yeah. even though it has nothing to do with the MVP votes. Yeah. I think they remember how play how he played in the playoffs, and he hasn't played the best in the playoffs. You know, he hasn't mm-hmm. been James Harden in the playoffs. Yeah. Or at least in all the playoffs that he's been a part of. Exactly. So maybe people kind of hold that against him. Uh, my dark horse for MVP is actually uh, Nikola Jokic. I knew it. I mean, I, I know. I'm a big fan. But again, I go with the whole like number one record theory that, okay, the Nuggets have a chance at the number, number one record in the West. Mm-hmm. Cause, uh, because the West is so competitive, 
And I don't expect any team in the West to get that many. Like, I don't know if anyone could get 60 wins in the West. It'll be tough, you know? Yeah. So because it'll be close, and if the Nuggets can get the number one seed, and, you know, Jokic being the best mm-hmm. player on that team, it's an easy path to an yeah, MVP yeah, yeah. vote. For sure. You know, so I think he has a chance. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, we'll see. Giannis and Steph, I think they both uh, have great shots at the MVP this year. And um, Steph doesn't have... Oh no, he does have he does have an NBA MVP already, and he had the unanimous year. Yeah, he did. He did, and I think he yeah. deserved that. That he got it back MVP. to back. Man, yeah, he. So I think people that will was 2016 re- when he was going like insane. Yeah, I think people will remember how good Steph is, um, but we'll see. He's a little bit older, and he hasn't had this much on his shoulders. He's gonna in be a tested because yeah. he doesn't have clay. Like anymore. you said, Josh. Yeah, so we'll yeah, see definitely. how he does. Um, but it, you know, again. I can't wait for this NBA season to start. I think I haven't been this excited for an NBA season in a while. Me too. Um, you know, last so, season I actually watched more college basketball than the NBA yeah, because I, it just yeah. So yeah, everyone knew what what the outcome would be. Yeah, exactly. But then kind of didn't because Toronto ended up winning. But which was bad. <laughs> which I think was good yeah. for the NBA. But I mean, that's the, what the last few games it's of rigged. the season. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's our that's our MVP votes there, and um, and, and you know, not just you know uh, because of the teams and and because of where all the great players are now and all the NBA duels and things like that. But there's I think there's a good amount of young players that are exciting to watch. Yeah. Right? Sure. Um, yeah. And uh, I don't know. I do have something against a lot of the young players that are in the NBA because I feel like a lot of them haven't been as good as they should be. Like, you know, guys like Carl Anthony Towns and guys like Devin Booker, Andrew Wiggins, <laughs> like these guys that like are, are oh, really man. good, but I feel like they just, and, and Kyrie might almost belong in that same boat is like, they're just not, they're I not like Carl t- Anthony Towns is probably the worst case scenario. Cause that fool is trash in my opinion. But then Kyrie Irving is like more than, more than Andrew Wiggins. I don't think Andrew Wiggins is trash, but that guy fell off the map like there was like yeah. he was he never there. He dropped off the yeah. the Timberwolves is the most dangerous organization to ever step <sighs> into. That too. Uh, but hey, look at Jimmy Butler. Dude. But anyways, I want to go. I want to look positively. Those are some examples of, of <laughs> young players who aren't hitting. You know, they still yeah. have a chance. Yeah. You know, they're still young, so they still have opportunity to grow and get better. But I'm just saying, I feel like in the last five years and the top draft picks, there haven't mm-hmm. been guys who are like really you know, stepping into that upper tier of the NBA besides, you know, like Giannis and, and, and Jokic, yeah. but uh, besides, yeah, besides those guys, the top players in the NBA are the ones who have been in the top for the past like 10 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but besides them, um, you know, this, this article that I saw where it was talking about, you know, who do we think will be future first time all-stars? And I think there's a good shot for a few young players to to make it so i just wanted to ask mm. you guys who do you guys think in the west let's start off with the west might have a chance at becoming a first time all-star i know the west is so stacked that it's almost impossible to make an all-star t- i mean damian lillard barely made it and he's yeah. you know he missed it the year before yeah i mean he and that guy he's a arguably top 10 player in the nba right now but he can barely make it just because the west is so stacked so sure. um who do you guys think might have a shot maybe not this year but even in in the coming years in the West. In the West. Let's start with the West. I'm just shocked that... Okay. Like, this is literally me, episode one. This is character development right now. <laughs> episode one, I, I kid you not, I said uh, Rudy Gobert should not even be in the defensive player of the year conversation. But then, I'm going to switch it up right now. Rudy Gobert, 43.5% votes compared to Zion Williamson with 565 Zion Williamson has not even touched an NBA <laughs> floor yet. How the heck does this guy have more votes than Rudy Gobert? Uh, just to clear he, up, guys, um, he, Simon's going off percentages of an article of the, oh, the yeah, analyst. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Sorry. Um, should have emphasized that. Zion but, Williamson played half of a summer league basketball <laughs> game this yeah, season. Yeah, literally. I was and, at that game. <laughs> my God. I'm just so shocked that he, Zion gets more votes. Like, this is really getting annoying at this point because, <laughs> oh. I think people it, are just overestimating yeah. how good Zion, or they're they're trying to place okay. him where they think he's going to be. But yeah, it's literally so bad. Okay, two K twenty, they rate, they rated Zion Williamson, his three pointer to be a B, a B. Like you're tripping. This guy is does not he's does not shoot the basketball. <laughs> he just dunks the damn ball, <laughs> and I'm just so confused. But. I think for me, in my opinion, it's just going to be Rudy Gobert that goes because 
I can't really, th- except for Jokic and AD, I don't really see anyone like getting in his way to mm-hmm. be in an all-star selection. Yeah. And, you know, who knows? Like, AD is injury prone. Right. And, like, you know, knock on wood, I hope he doesn't get injured. But, um, he had a pretty healthy season last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So and yeah, I think he almost made the the All Star squad last year too. Yeah. So, so I think Rudy yeah. Gobert has the best shot in my opinion. Yeah. If Utah plays well too. True. Yeah. True. Yeah. Hmm. I think mine is gonna have to be. I'll tell you one that I think it's going to be, and who I actually want it to okay. be. Okay. All right. So, who I think is gonna be is if Luca plays the way that he did this past season, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think Luca will be there. Yeah. Okay. Um. Who I want it to be is my boy Devin Booker. Oh. I think he would be fun to watch in an all-star game. Oh, for sure. at the end of the day, that's like what it is, right? Yeah, like you're right. It's, it's like entertainment for, yeah. the, for the people, just the best players of whoever playing. And I think mm-hmm. he's um, he's consistently put up solid numbers every year, but his team is just like the worst team yeah. in the league. So it's just like he doesn't really make his team better. If he could, If he could win some games this season... Not likely, but yeah. yeah if he could sure. win some games this season, <laughs> he'll have a shot. He could be an all star. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I could, he definitely has the talent to be an all star. That's not the question. Yeah. I think the question is just, does he make his team better? Which is like kind of the yeah. next conversation in in exactly. becoming an all star, right? Yeah. So yeah. Don Mitch. Yeah. Wait, I have a question. You, did you say Doncic is gonna make it or most likely gonna make it? You said. Yeah, that's what I he said thinks. He would be my pick. Okay, that's what yeah. you think. He would be my oh, pick for that. Okay, interesting. So yeah, that's uh, actually Luca's my pick. I think. Really. I just think he has the best shot. And, you know, okay, it's also a popularity contest, right? Yeah, we know yeah. that. And he's already so popular. He almost made the squad last year, too, as a rookie. Yeah. And so if he can help, you know, again, though, the second second mm-hmm. thing is can he, you know, make his team better? So if the yeah. Mavericks can stay in the in the top eight of the, the West, I think he has a shot. Again, the West is so good that yeah, it's, it's really doable, hard. But very yeah, hard. I think yeah. he has a good shot at it. You know, he's popular with the players. Sure. Everyone loves players who can hit step back threes, and he does them at a, a crazy rate. This and he, hit, he tied has the game <laughs> with point six seconds and shot a corner three. Like this guy's a beast. Yeah, he he has some crazy uh, step back three highlights. So I think he has a chance. Um, so let's move to the East. Um, East is I think a little bit easier for young players to to crack the top. So who do you guys like making the Eastern squad for the first time? All star squad. I say Pascal Siakam mm-hmm. straight off the bat. Yeah. Once again, we're gonna look at the percentages and him and Jason Tatum tied up. Jason Tatum is overrated, so Ooh. Pascal Siakam will definitely be more likely to be mm-hmm. in the All Star okay. selection. But, uh, but Pascal's not fun to watch. You he know? isn't. He He's is, not fun he to really watch. Isn't. Yeah. yeah. He, uh, um, we had this conversation before the podcast began about hoopers. And good basketball players. He is not a hooper. He's not. Nick Young, Gilbert Arenas, once again, are hoopers. Fun to watch. Okay? Yeah. And then they're fun to watch. <laughs> yeah. But good basketball players would be like, you know, LeBron or like Kawhi, you know? And Pascal falls under that tier, I feel like. But then I just think the conversation and like the narrative behind Pascal Siakam is like, oh, we, I think we overlooked this guy and mm-hmm. look how well he did it in the NBA cha- NBA finals of last year. Right. He was a crucial and piece. Yeah. Of course, we ha- still have an entire half of a season to watch um, Pascal Siakam develop as a player. And if I feel like if he plays the same way that he did in the NBA finals, like without a doubt, it should oh. be him. Oh, no question. Yeah, I think, yeah. yeah. Despite his lack of swagger on the court or whatever. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's plenty of players who just had no fun i mean tim duncan right he's like a good example yeah exactly he's a good basketball but he's like undeniably like that's true in the argument of the best power forward let me give you a great example okay a guy like lamarcus aldridge making the team that's or like al horford making exactly exactly guys who who deserve it but yeah might not be the most exciting to watch but i could see i could see pascal making it how about you josh um i like trey young yeah I like Trey. I mean, mm-hmm. he was in the running for Roy. Right. Um, closest next to Luca. I think he showed glimpses of like his potential. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially for a guard his yeah, size. He had a good year, yeah. Um not only can he score, but he could pass and he yeah. creates opportunities for his team in like a phenomenal way. Yeah, yeah. Um there aren't the guard position isn't like super strong in the East. Yeah. It's not. You know, there's Kemba Walker, Kyrie, Kyle. Victor Oladipo, John Beal. It's not as strong as the West. Yeah, yeah for sure. it's not. Yeah. So I think 
I could. I think he could make it. Yeah, I think he can make it. I could see him going over Bradley Beal. Yeah, I mean, well, I don't know about that. Yeah, but, I, <laughs> but definitely, I think Trey fits like the All Star game. Like he'll yeah. make it fun. Yeah, he'll make it exciting. And, and um, and I think that's what I'm judging it off. Yeah, of. yeah. Like, and, and again, people want to see if he can get his team to a couple more wins. He might have a shot. Yeah, you know, yeah, there have totally. been t- in, in the East. It's easier to make it, even if your team's not that good. You have I a chance. They're gonna make the playoffs next. And next he year. has that's true, he got Cam Reddish, and hopefully, you know, we we're talking about young rookies. Hopefully, he's one that yeah um, turns up because a lot of people see him. He was in like the rookie of the year talks. Yeah, and. Yeah, I don't know. That was, honestly, I thought that was pretty crazy because no, he didn't have like a great college career. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think they're man. looking at potential more than yeah. what happened in college. And True. plus, he was on a team with RJ Zion and Zion, so it's hard yeah. to be a star when Zion's at that team. But yeah. um, I like Trey a lot. Uh, I was actually going to say Trey, but I'll, I'll pivot a little bit here, and I'm going to go with Miles Turner. I think. Wow. Um, well, I think actually here's the thing. you're kind of right. He's having a I, good, good um, showing in, yeah. in Team USA right now and he's playing yeah. really well he's showing out and I think he has a good shot if the Indiana Pacers make the playoffs or are on track to mm-hmm. and if Oladipo can come back healthy and they stay on top of it I think Turner has a, a decent shot at making it if I, he plays yeah. well and I feel like the only two oh, well, this is just off the top of my head but the only two centers that get in his way are Vucevic and DeAndre right I don't see any or, or Embiid Sorry. Yeah, there's MB. I mean, three guys with the All Star game. They changed it from you know front court to center, so yeah, yeah, you're yeah. gonna have to include uh, any power forwards. And, oh yeah, and you're right. Actually, just forwards in general. You're right, you're right. Um, so it does. It gets a little bit harder when it's like that. But I just think if he has a good year, yeah. if he can put up like 18 and maybe like 10, true. I think he can. That kind of like Al Horford type numbers. Yeah, I think yeah. he can. Uh, Al Horford made it. He can make it. Yeah. So uh, I think he he'll be fun uh, to watch this year. I'm excited for him. I changed my pick. What? Malcolm Brogdon. <laughs> what? <laughs> Fool, go take a yeah, hike. Yeah. Dude, turn hot off your hot mic hot and hot take hot a hike. Hot take. All right, we're Pause. moving on from, from that conversation now. <laughs> All right. So we haven't done this in a couple of weeks, and I'm sure you guys missed it. <laughs> At least uh, maybe a couple of us. I missed it. Me too. Um, but <laughs> it's that time again. Yes, it's time sir. for Hot Take of the Week. Hot Take of the Week. Oh, yeah. And Here we go. Simon has been itching to share this. Dude. He's been itching. You so. know what's crazy? It's because I got this like yesterday or the day, day before. I was in the car with my friend June Park, and we were listening to an older podcast, and it was with David Moon. And oh, man. <laughs> the infamous 76ers Philly, Philly guy. Oh, man. <laughs> he was talking about Ben Simmons, and... Um, basically me and June, we came to the conclusion that Ben Simmons is at the height of his career. Oh, so this is as good as you'll ever be. This is as good as you'll ever be. And this is your hot take. This is my hot take. That's saying a lot it for is. a number one pick, former number one pick. Exactly. Yeah. That is saying a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That means that means you're saying he was, he's not worth the money that yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly <laughs> that's yeah. why when david moon said oh they're signing him for not who he is but who he will be right i was like this is who he is and this is who he will be Dang. he is you've they have paid that much money sorry david moon no disrespect but this is the best of ben simmons that you'll ever see in his career hot take Woo! if this is as good as he ever gets Man, I don't even know if he's okay. Right now, I think Ben Simmons is um, top. He's good, but like top thirty in the league, top forty. Yeah, I think player. Okay, you don't think he? No, I think he is. Oh, you think he is? Maybe even top twenty. This is like we we didn't like write this down or anything. Uh I think he could be top twenty, probably more along top thirty, top forty. Yeah. Um, but if yeah, that's. If this is as good as he gets, mm-hmm. that means he wouldn't. He'll be forgotten in NBA history, it unless they win a chip. Maybe, nah. maybe not. But heck, no, wow. they're not you winning know, a chip. It's interesting because when you look at players and you just think about players who you know are like working on their game mm-hmm. and are like are really about basketball. Like we knew Kobe was like that. Like hands yeah. down, we know LeBron is like that. Yeah. And you know Ben Simmons was the number one pick. I think people kind of forget about that. He was uh-huh. a number one pick. Yeah. yeah. As in, f- he's supposed to be franchise changing, franchise buildable. So was Markel Star Fultz. player. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> so was right. Anthony Bennett. Was yeah. he not? So, I, I mean, that's what we're saying, right? Yeah. That's what you yeah. say when you draft a guy at number one. And 
I I personally, I mean, I don't know this guy personally, but I personally don't see that same work ethic mentality no. that I I've seen in in you know previous greats, and maybe that's why he's not you know where he should be. But well, I mean, I have hope for him to get better. But dang, yeah, you're saying pro- this guy's it. probably messing around with Kendall Jenner still, dude. <laughs> Without a doubt. This fool said, oh, I'm not going to go to the uh, FIBA tournament because I got to work on my j- jump shot. Whatever, fool. Pull up a three. I dare you. I'll give him space. Damn. JK. Right, what do you think? Well, I mean, what do you think, Josh? Do you think this is more around where he'll be? Or do you think he has you know, room for – I mean, he does have room for improvement. Do you think he'll get there? I mean, I think for a guy like Ben Simmons, the sky's the limit potential-wise. But like you said, it comes down to the work ethic that – um, is kind of instilled inside of him, and I don't know work ethic. It it doesn't really like if you don't really have it in the beginning of your career. Like like for how long Ben Simmons has been in the league, his game has not like really changed very much. Yeah, and um, if it doesn't improve now, I don't think it's gonna get. Mu- I don't think he's gonna get much better than what he is now. That's why. Um, I don't think he was worth the money that mm. um, was put into him either. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a Ben Simmons hater. I I, I think he's g- great. Mm-hmm. I think um, he's very he's a very unique player. But yeah, I'm not. I don't either. see him in the yeah. top twenty either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. But he's. Uh, I don't want to say this is the best he's going to be though. But yeah. you don't think he will get that, that much, much better. better? I don't think he'll ever be considered. A superstar, maybe yeah, an like, all-star, maybe. He will never be the best player on the Sixers. Oh, heck no. If, if, I'm saying, like, if you're just staying with this squad. Oh, dang. Um, I was going to say, if Joel Embiid leaves, then, yeah, he'll be the best player. <laughs> there we go. Um, so, I mean, I'm just saying so. Yeah. That's good enough. If Joel Embiid is still on the team, I don't think he'll be the best player. Okay. Like, you saw Joel's game improve. Right. And, um, Night and day. It made him, like, pretty much contending for like the best big man in the league yeah and um i don't want to say his work ethics that much greater than ben simmons but you see the results of right. and they both had like um season ending injuries like they did so yeah they both came off season ending injuries and um i just joel joel just came back so much stronger mm-hmm. which is why this kind of takes me to like man ben simmons is not worth it but i'm kind of looking forward to victor oladipo to see wh- how he developed this offseason mm-hmm. But going back to Ben Simmons, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know how much better he's gonna get. Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, the main reason why the Sixers got as far as they did in the playoffs was Joel Embiid. Yes, uh, yeah, Simmons yes. struggled in the playoffs actually. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, right now Embiid is the best player on that team. I personally think he will stay the best player on the team if they were on that team for the rest mm-hmm. of their career. But, yep. uh, yeah, we'll see. I, I have hope for Ben Simmons. Um, if you know, if Blake Griffin could, could somehow build a jump shot mm-hmm. and he wasn't i didn't see blake griffin as the most like hard-working guy in the gym but yeah. he 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 got there you know and he you know he has his injury history so he was able to get there and he he proved me wrong yeah. being able to adjust to the nba and i think blake has become a much bl- better player than he was first coming in and in, and i think he might be even a better player that he than he was when he was on the clippers at least more effective yeah he's not just that dunking guy who can't do anything yeah. else you know yeah. so if blake, is key. yeah if blake can do it i think simmons has a shot and i think simmons can at least be that good maybe mm. you know and blake griffin i think blake griffin is arguably a top 20 25 player right now in the league honestly okay yeah, yeah, yeah. at the border yeah yeah but i mean he, he you know he was able to take a detroit team to the playoffs so yeah you know uh we'll see we'll see this year but yeah i think that's a a pretty hot take that's a that is that's, that's, that's pretty one. much being a simmons hater i think no you not said you're not dude, I think i'm not a i'm, I'm not, not a, simmons, a no, no, yeah. josh you I'm give a, a little hope but yeah i'm not a simmons hater this is just like this is Almost a fact. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right, all right. So we'll see. Oh, uh, I would love to see uh, and hear David's reaction. But yeah. um, regardless, though, you think Philly will still be a good team in the East? Oh yeah, they're okay. going to be a good team, but they're no one in the East is winning a chip. Okay. At least for next season. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think so either. Um, but yeah, that's it for today. Thanks, Josh, for stopping by. Thanks oh, for yeah. having me again. Uh, it's he's good wo- to be he's back. Walking home. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, thanks everyone else for joining us. Thank you guys. All right, thank you. Thank you.
Hey guys, you can find more episodes on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Just search The Average Ballers and please follow or subscribe and share with your friends and family. You can also find us on Instagram at The AVG Ballers. Stay tuned for more episodes and thanks for listening. We really appreciate all the love and support.